0: Anna, you know how the Wild West was a free-for-all? Yes. You know, you just kind of, people ran wild, you shoot whoever you want, there's no real, like, law system? Yes. <laughs> I don't why are you laughing? She goes, keep going, keep going. The only time I think in modern, our experiences, I should say, that it's a free-for-all is when... It snows a significant amount and then people are just driving on a road that has no lines and you can't see the lanes and people just kind of guess where they think a road is and you just kind of drive. There's no rules. (laughs) So, (laughs) just the fact that you're comparing a snowstorm to the wild, wild west. (laughs) That's the first thing that came to mind. I couldn't think of anything else to compare it to. You're not wrong. Yeah. In theory. Yeah, I mean, not like specifically, I'm not comparing shooting somebody on a horse to driving through a red light, but... Sometimes it feels like that. (laughs) So, earlier this week, we got a lot of snow. Like, at least six inches, but probably more like eight, I would say. Something along those lines. Snowed over like one day. And we were driving down to someone's house... And the roads were not plowed. They just had snow. And it was like, I turned on a one-way road downtown. And it's about four lanes, maybe five. And I just was like, I don't know where the lane is. I'm just going to drive where I think it is. Like, there's a a truck to my right. So I'm just going to drive a lane over from them. People are sliding around. Some people go 60. Some people go 10. It's just like a very weird thing. Getting past on a road that's covered in snow by someone with a carrier on top of their car and watching them just swerve across the entire road where I'm like, do you really need to go that fast just to swerve around me like and go out of control? It was a sight to behold Hannah. So then that reminded me of the time we ventured out into the snow when we were home alone and we were instructed to not leave the house. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um we were in high school yeah i don't think we had our license no our I brother did and our dad was on a business trip our mom was working she said i don't want you guys to leave the house because the weather's pretty bad yeah. yeah we're like okay we won't leave the house a couple hours later we, we were craving one slurpees of, a slurpee <laughs> we wanted sl- in the middle of a, of a winter storm we wanted slurpees yeah and so we're like it's right down the road. Is it really gonna hurt? It was a straight shot. Like we just had to make one turn, and then the turn into the Seven Eleven. So we're like, it's fine. Yeah, and uh, our brother is driving. And as he turned through the light, he started to drift. Yes. <laughs> Pretty bad. We were just drifting in the middle of an intersection. Uh, we did make it. We got the slurpees. There also was a van that like spun out. <laughs> oh yeah, in like into a ditch. Ditch. into a ditch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um when we were at the 7-Eleven, I like felt a vibration in my pocket and I like pulled up my phone and my mom was calling me and I was like, oh no. So then I was like, mom just called me. I just missed the call. Like I looked and it stopped and I was like, oh no. Well, this is when we sold home phones. We sold a home phone. She tried to call the home phone and no one picked up, yes. which she thought was weird because we told her we wouldn't leave the house yes. and there were three of us there. Yes. So then she called your cell phone. And I didn't pick up. So then she called Austin's phone, and we we sneakily constructed a story. We were outside playing with our dog, and therefore we didn't hear the home phone. We didn't hear my cell phone because it was inside, and Austin happened to have his cell phone on him outside, and he was like, oh, sorry. We were outside playing with, with our dog, Maisie. Like, we didn't hear the phones. And my mom bought it. She, she bought it. She bought it. We told her, like, five years later that we were like, we went to 7-Eleven. Like, we were out when we called and she was like, I didn't know that. She still brings it up. I know she brings it up. And she said, all that for a Slurpee. Yeah. I was all like that it's for a worth Slurpee. It. It, was yeah, worth it. it was worth it was worth it in high school. But uh that was our one like disobeying a parent was not to go out to like sneak out to do drugs or, you know, go to a party. It was to go drive to seven eleven to get a slurpee at Sorry. like eight eight PM on a school night. Worth the five years of lies. Worth it. (laughs) It kind of ate me up for a while. It did. I feel guilty. We finally, I think at one point we all just like were cracking and we're like, we need to tell her. It's at this point, the damage is like, it's too far gone. What is she going to say? Yeah. And we told her that and she was like, did you really? She's like, I thought you were outside with Maisie. I was like, no. That's what we came up with. (laughs) So you wouldn't worry. Because if we told her we were at 7-Eleven, then she'd be panicking the whole night. She would have flipped out. She would have not been happy save her the worry and the stress at work where she's already under a lot of stress and lie for five years years. (laughs) that's how you do it kids it was all fine it all worked out in the end (laughs) I was trying to think of a little joke I could throw in there about cheese.
1: Rats! <laughs> oh my god. Cheese.
0: Rats love cheese. Rats love cheese. And this is rats.
1: <laughs> Are we rats now? Yeah. We're Jeez, all rats. Yeah. We're rats. Hello, little, ra- <laughs> little rat fans. I thought you were going to say rat skulls. Oh. Hello, little rat skulls.
0: <laughs> oh my god. This is research rank repeats. This is co-host Hannah. And this is mostly upset co-host Alyssa over that pun you just came up with right now. And this is the intro we're going with. (laughs) All right. Today, we have a fun episode for ourselves. We're finally going back to food. You know, we did some movie theater candy at the beginning of this year, and we were like, well, what's better than candy? Cheese. <laughs> cheese. Of course. If you're from the Midwest, it's cheese. It's cheese. How much cheese is too much cheese, Anna? Any amount of cheese is too much cheese. But not today. What? we,
1: No <laughs> amount of cheese is enough cheese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we got a spread today. We got lots of a lot of good spread going on here. We have a lovely charcuterie assembly that we have made. And we also have a special guest today who will be joining us for our first guest for a food podcast episode. That is true. And guest two weeks in a row. And guest two weeks in a row. Uh, Special guest, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Wow, I'm very honored. And also, as your guest last week, my hands are sweating. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Esberry. I am Alyssa's roommate. We've been roommates for how many months? Seven. Seven months? Seven months? Eight. Uh, We've moved... In that time period, and we are still roommates, so I think I think it's going well. I would say so. I hope so. Fingers crossed, it's going well. I Maybe am, not after this. Yeah, I hope not. I am also the parent owner of the cat that's always in your background. I am so sorry. Yes, yes, yes. He's, we like good, we like Mish Mish. He's cute. He's made it to your Instagram, he and um, I am a proud mom. <laughs> He was a star before you were on this podcast. <laughs> he was. I know, he was. He is, he is a star. He is, he is a star. A star. For <laughs> a
0: we have Esbury here today to sample some cheeses with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things I think that uh, we bonded over after we met, because we literally met like yes. when I moved in to mm-hmm. your house and, and originally, so... We yes. bonded over food, I feel like, it was one of the first things that we were like...
1: I bond with everyone yeah. over food, but especially with you. Yes, and it was, we were yes. like, oh, okay, <laughs> we like
0: these foods, okay, we like this food, excellent. Perfect. Grocery shopping is
1: very easy with It you.
0: was very <laughs> easy, yes, to be like, oh, I would like this thing, and you're like, great, we would like these things. And I'm like, okay, and I want this too, so it's going to work. <laughs> So, you were aware that we like to have our guests speed rank things. I was. And this was the the easiest speed ranking I've ever come up with in my life. As soon as we solidified that you were going to be on the podcast, I was like, I know.
1: Oh, wow. I am terrified.
0: <laughs> and we usually like to do something that's associated with what the person's interests and, like, things they like and also kind of with what we're doing. So, okay. as this is a food-based podcast. Yes. I would like you to speed rank the hot sauces in our fridge. So. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) Your options. You have Cholula. Okay. The original and there's also a green pepper one.
1: Oh yeah. So those
0: are separate. Valentina. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) There's the Nashville Heat. Oh yes. And technically there are multiple but taco sauce because you have I think there's two in there. So it just is a collective taco sauce. sauce. And I think that's it. I looked through the fridge while you were in the shower. And I think those are the ones, (laughs) I think that's all the ones we
1: have. currently. Currently. But we also
0: have sriracha. Oh, we do have sriracha.
1: You always forget about sriracha. I do. Add sriracha. Because
0: it's over on my side. Yeah, add the sriracha. We just want you to speed rank those, like, just without a thought, just kind of go from worst or least best to best. Because none of these are bad, but.
1: No. Yeah. Okay all right you ready i'm ready okay i'm gonna start from the bottom up yes okay so for my sixth one because it's in the fridge and we haven't used it since we moved in which has been months months (laughs) i'm gonna say taco sauce okay yeah um i guess i should preface this by saying that i'm mexican and i put hot sauce in literally everything (laughs) so yes i was not a fan of the taco sauce Yes, I prefer to make my own sauce if I was going to put it on tacos. So yes. It's it was very bland. That's what and I will say about that taco oh. sauce. Then number five, I have the green pepper cholula. Again, I just don't really gravitate towards it. It's good on some things, but it's it's just there. <laughs> We don't use them. I don't think no. we've used it again. I don't.
0: I was like, that was the one I thought you were gonna say we hadn't used, and I was like, oh yeah, we also haven't used taco sauce either. Yeah, so. we have yeah, it. Both
1: of those I think <laughs> we'll, are. We on might want to get rid of. Yeah. Them. Maybe. <laughs> and then number four, I have sriracha, just because I don't really use it much. Again, maybe it's because I like it. Mm-hmm. It's good. I just. It's in your side, and I never. I forget, but we have it.
0: <laughs> I do too. Considering it didn't
1: even make it on my list. <laughs> Three. I have Cholula, which is just a very, like, solid choice for everything. We had it on our eggs this morning. Um, We bought a big bottle of Cholula, a giant bottle of Cholula, because we go through it so quickly. It's just, like, a nice, like, middle of the road. It's not too spicy. So, yes, that's my number three. And then my number two... Is the Nashville Heat, which is a hot sauce you you got me when you went to Nashville. It's very good. Yes. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just it's just good. It's, it's just good. good. Yeah.
0: It's um I think garlic habanero is yes. the, the flavor. Mm-hmm. And, yeah,
1: um you put two of my favorite things together. Yes. Um <laughs> yes. And then number one, I have to go with Valentina. It's just uh my first love. Yeah, first <laughs> love. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not my first love, but yeah. definitely like food love, food love. Yeah. I, um, grew up eating it. I, again, we put it on everything. It's my favorite thing to put on popcorn, which uh, sneak peek of that. Yes. <laughs> to be announced. To be, to be announced soon. <laughs> Although
0: if you are involved in our survey process, you already know, that we're doing an
1: episode about popcorn, but sneak peek for those who yes, are not, and who think, were not involved. I think the hot sauce on popcorn was, you were inspired yes. by me. <laughs> yes, I was, yes. <laughs> yeah, but literally it, like, again, it just it just has a really nice taste. It's very, like, creamy, it's not watery, and I don't know, I love it. Nice. So, it's a very easy speed drinking. Yes.
0: I think you are the quickest speed ranking we've ever had. Actually, yeah, like we appreciate that's the, the okay. You're, you're <laughs> following the tutorial. We like yes. to get people ready for the ranking process. Yeah, okay. Just to be oh, like yeah, you get know, the you get prepare. the brain going, get the get the excitement flowing. Yeah, you know, just get you ready. All right, so I have some background about cheese. Hannah has allowed us to have more science minutes today, which I'm very excited about because Esbir and I are both scientists. So what? she allowed us two whole science minutes. Yeah, if you listen to our dog breed episode, I gave Alyssa one science minute. I'm going to be timed. Yeah, are you going to time us or can we just... Have I'll you? I'll okay. do it. This time you cannot. I won't time okay. you. Okay, okay. Uh, so we have some science behind a few things. I have gotten some science about cheese making and Esberry has gotten some science about wines.
1: Yes. It's like a very
0: surface level. Yeah, about wine. Which is
1: totally fine. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so we have, um, just to describe before we start this background, what we have going on. We'll also be posting photos to our Instagram and social media if you would like to see what we have spread-wise. We have a, a lovely bottle of wine, uh, a young Chardonnay that was selected by our wine expert.
1: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in,
0: in the group of the three of us, you know the most about wines, okay. having taken a wine class. One wine class, a a wine class, (laughs) and one more than I've taken. taken.
1: Yeah, okay, I'll take it.
0: So we're drinking a a young Chardonnay because that pairs well with cheese. Yes, we have um, several different cheeses. We will describe to you when we get there. We have a couple meats. We've got some jams. We have pomegranate, raspberry, grapes. We've got hot honey that we're going to put on one of the cheeses. So we got a huge spread going on. Very excited. This is kind of serving as like our late lunch, early dinner, also. So. We're very thrilled just to be eating food in in general, (laughs) regardless of the podcast. Always thrilled to eat food. Always thrilled. So, first I have some general background about cheese, and then I will go into my science minute. So, cheese. Cheese is a dairy product formed by the coagulation of milk proteins and fat. So... Uh, Essentially, you take milk from a variety of animals. Most commonly is cows, sheep, and goats, but buffalo milk is also used. It was the traditional way to make um, mozzarella as well. And also, there's also some weird animals that make cheeses. Camel milk is used to make a cheese called karakane in uh, South Africa. So there's over a thousand types of cheeses of different styles, che- textures, che- textures. <laughs> Chex mix, blooper, yeah. um, of different styles, textures, and flavors, depending on the type of milk, the diet of the animal who produced the milk, the pasteurization method, the content of butter fat, bacteria, processing, the aging, and then also what's used to like added to it. Cause you can include herbs, spices, and like wood smoke even. So the coloring of, like, the rind of cheeses, or just, like, cheeses in general, is created with substance called annatto, which is created with the seeds of the achote tree. Um, A-C-H-I-O-T-E. achote tree? Yeah, I think, yep. Something like that. That's
1: how it, maybe I would pronounce it.
0: Okay. So a, a, a cheese specialist, someone who, like, buys and sells cheeses, is known as a cheesemonger. Cheese is considered to be very valuable, like, a valuable food resource because it is, like, portability, it has a high shelf life, it's got a high content of fat, protein, calcium, and phosphorus, which is good for your diet, in moderation, of course. Not today, though. (laughs) So, hard cheeses, such as, like, a Parmesan, last longer than a soft cheese, such as a brie, just in terms of the shelf life, and then also cheeses that have a rind have a longer shelf life than those that do not. So, the origin of the word cheese comes from the Latin word casis. The root of cheese is is quat, which is k-w-a-t, which means to ferment. Throughout history, it became um, cease, like c-i-e-s-e, and then became cheese, like, just throughout time of, like, the linguistics of the word. The actual origin of cheese predates recorded history, so we don't exactly know when cheese was first created. It's estimated to be roughly about eight thousand BCE, either in Europe, Central Asia, or the Middle East, when sheep were domesticated. Mm-hmm. So it could be any of those locations. They think that sh- cheese was created possibly accidentally. Um, sometimes people would store food in the like stomachs and intestines of animals just for storage in general, and so it's possible that somebody was storing milk in like a animal stomach and created curds and therefore cheese. So the earliest like recorded note of cheese is in the 2000 BCE in tomb murals in Egypt. So it shows cheese, like depicted as cheese in murals. The world's oldest cheese, like remnants of cheese, were found in a tomb in 12,000 BCE. The earliest um, preserved cheese that was, like, actually preserved as cheese was found in China in 1615 BCE. Old cheeses in that time period were probably very sour and salty and crumbled a lot, probably similar in texture to, like, a feta cheese. Mm. The Odyssey by Homer, you probably had to read that in high school, as most people did at some point. In 8th century BCE um, is a written record of cheese as the Cyclops is being has described as having sheep and goat cheese on like a cheese stand in his cave. The first cheese factory was created in Switzerland in eighteen fifteen. Swiss cheese, you know, it makes sense. It does make sense.
1: Mm. I but made that connection, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it just not sound yeah. okay. like oh, it's the wine.
0: Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, but the U.S. was the first country to actually like mass produced cheese. A guy known as Jesse Williams is attributed to creating like a cheese assembly line in 1851. So now I just have a little uh, little basic facts about world cheese production. So these records are from 2014. Roughly 18.7 million tons of cheese were produced in that year. Um, The US produces 29% of the cheese. Then Germany, France, and Italy are the next highest producers of cheese. The highest consumers of cheese are France, Iceland, Finland, Denmark, and Germany. The average person consumes 55 pounds of cheese in a year. I think we might consume more. Yeah. I think I could. I was (laughs) going to say, I think it's more. Yeah. I'm ready for my science minute. I would like to describe to you the steps of cheesemaking in some greater detail than just uh, basic knowledge. So it's a 10-stage system. Or can be up to ten stages. The first step is preparing the milk. The milk may need to be processed, processed, processed. Oh God, processed or pasteurized um, with a with a heat treatment to kill bacteria before you actually prepare to like add starter cultures. And usually that is done around ninety degrees Fahrenheit. The next step is when you add these cultures. It allows for the milk to begin to ferment and makes the milk more acidic, which ripens the treat. <laughs> ripens the cheese and drops the pH level of the cheese. So what is actually happening is there's lactose in milk and the lactose becomes lactic acid. So that's the chemical components going on in there. So then once the cheese has become more acidic, you can begin to curdle the milk. Most often rennet is what it's called, is the most common. So that curdles the milk, which is created a, by a coagulation of the protein casein. So casein is what actually causes coagulation, creating curds, which will become cheese. So you can also use vinegar or lemon juice for some methods of cheese production as opposed to um, rennet. Vegetarian alternatives to cheese can actually be, be made using a fermentation of fungus. The most common one is a fungus known as Muk- Mukur- myhai. Or a fungus of the Cynara thistle family. So rennet is known, and its pure form is renin. And so renin is usually, and historically, like it was found produced via extraction from the mucous membrane of the fourth stomach chamber of slaughtered, unweaned cows, calves, calves, Calves. (laughs) cows. What I don't know what I'm saying calves. She's drunk. I'm, yeah, I'm a hammer. We had two sips of wine. Um, but clearly, clearly that process is not feasible for mass production of cheese, because we're not going around slaughtering baby cows, you know, or calves of other animals just to get this. I hope, not. Let's hope yeah. not. So the rennet today is produced recombinantly, which is essentially where you combine genetic material together to create DNA sequences. So most of it is lab-made. Essentially, you're just, like, cloning DNA to, like, mass-produce it,
1: which it's is safe, fun. everybody.
0: Yes. It's safe. So you're not actually going in and slaughtering baby calves to make your cheese. Um, it'd make me reconsider eating cheese if, that, if that was how it was done yeah. today. So the next step is you have to cut the curd. So the cheese maker will cut the curd with a bunch of knives and then heat it and continue to separate the curds, which is the solid from the whey, which is the liquid material left over. So some cheeses of the softer variety, actually, this is where it stops processing. Once you have the sort of soft gel cheese, then you're done. You can just sell it as is. But if you're gonna keep going, you have to process the curd. So some methods you need to stir the curds, cook them, some you can wash them. Essentially, this is um, allowing for the curds to continue to um, acidify. And dry so some cheeses that are drier require more cooking and heating and so you can also wash the cheeses to replace the whey with like water and that creates a more elastic cheese like a like a mozzarella you know a little more squishy so next you drain the whey which leaves a mat of cheese curds some curds need to be pressed to release more moisture some are just as is the next thing is you cheddar the cheese which they cut the curd into sections and repeatedly flip the sections before milling the mat, which removes more moisture from the curds. Then you salt. Some, you add a dry salt, just like, you know, sprinkle some salt on there. You salt bay it with the hand motion. Some cheeses, though, you brine it. You add, like, a a salt brine to the cheese. And at this stage, you also would add your other flavors, like your herbs, your spices, your habanero, your fruits, you know, whatever you're going to add to the cheese goes in there. Next step is you shape the cheese. This is where you, it becomes either like a wheel of cheese, it could become a square of cheese, many different cheese shapes. You use Oftentimes you would use a mold to help shape, shape your cheese. And the last stage is the aging. So some cheese, you're just, once you've molded it and shaped it, it can go out. But some of them, they need to be aged and they can age from anywhere from a few days to a few years. And this allows for the acidification process to continue. And also some cheeses start to grow mold like blue cheese is like essentially just mold like the more mold the mold can influence the flavor as well so that is my background of scientific cheese making cool snaps snaps, snaps for you thank you
1: i did my best <laughs> okay um so i have a few facts about wine and wine making. I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce it. As you heard from Melissa, even scientists can't pronounce scientific names. (laughs) No, never. (laughs) Yeah, so the science of winemaking is enology. Enology, okay. It's different from like the usual thing that you hear about viticulture, which is just a study of grape cultivation, which influences winemaking, but um, they're different. So the process of winemaking is usually five steps. Um. First is the harvest of the grapes, obviously. <laughs> yes. uh, so you
0: gotta choose the best grapes from the vine.
1: <laughs> sorry. Oh my God, <laughs> are you quoting a? song from church yes. that we used to sing. Yes. Oh we had to sing a
0: song about how you collect the ingredients to make bread and wine.
1: Oh my god. So I just,
0: for some reason that popped in my
1: head. Harvest. Okay, so yeah. you might yeah. already know all of this. No, I, <laughs>
0: it's, it, it,
1: it, no. Church taught
0: is not a big one.
1: No, no, they do not. No. <laughs> okay, well, the second step is crushing and pressing the grapes. Um. So, wow. crushed grapes are called must. Must, that, okay. That like, And this is where red wine and white wine making um, split up. So the skin of the grapes is what actually gives like red wine the color. Um, So if you're making white wine, sometimes you use, you don't use red grapes, but sometimes you do. Um, And if you're making a white wine out of a red grape, you usually just separate the like liquid that comes out of the grape. From the skins. Okay. If you're making a red wine, you let that skin, you leave it there to, like, get the, the, flavor. the flavors, yes. hmm. more tannins, as you usually hear from wine experts, which I'm not. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you um, are to us. Melissa and I
1: would never say that word, so you clearly yeah. <laughs> are an expert. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, a lot of times when you hear about uh, wine, and they're like, how much tannins are in here? Okay. But don't, yeah, there is just a snob. Whoever says that. (laughs) Um, So the third step is fermentation, which I will go a little bit more in depth. The must will ferment without human intervention. If you just like crush some grapes, which in the past... They usually did that with their feet.
0: <laughs> yes. Did like, you know Han- that? Hannah and I were both, when you said you have to, like, crush the grapes, there's the grape lady video Yes. Oh, my gosh. This woman is crushing grapes and falls out of her bucket and is, like, <laughs> it's dying I have yes. seen yes. it. Oh, so, no. Oh, my. She oh, might actually be hurt. <laughs> so, we do actually know. Yes, we do yes. know. You usually
1: <laughs> use your feet to crush the grapes. Yeah, but for right. obvious reasons and sanitary reasons, yes. first yes. of all, <laughs> they're usually done with a machine. But yeah, to ferment the, the grapes, you either can like leave them out in the open for quote unquote wild yeast to start the fermentation mm-hmm. process. So it's yeast that comes from the air or yeast that um, is already in the grapes and in, the, in their skin. Or you can inoculate them with a commercial yeast, which is usually, it's called the Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Cere- cere? Again. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Scientific names are hard. Oh,
0: don't worry. We are, we are no strangers <laughs> to mispronouncing things constantly. We've been doing it since our first episode.
1: <laughs> so, this type of yeast is also used in bread making and brewing. Okay. Oh, for like beer. For yeah. beer. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why the serv- servicea, service say, service say. It's. Cervi- c- cervice? No, no, that's. Oh. <laughs> no, cervice is something completely different. That just came to So mind. in yes. Spanish, beer is cerveza. Oh, okay. So that's why yeah. i just like, this is used oh, for beer. Oh, it makes sense. And also in Spanish, cheese is queso. Sorry, this is oh, very yes. off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, like, wine is left to ferment, the sugars in the grapes, as in most um, alcohol fermentation, turn to ethanol, which is the same as alcohol. So this can be from 10 days to a month, and sometimes more, depending on... Um, the type of wine you want to make. The fourth step is clarification. So you then kind of take these solids that you would have on, especially red wines, and you like mix them up and like put them in different. Containers, or and then you start filtering them, and then winemakers can add like egg whites or clay, or sometimes other compounds to help like the yeast cells and like other solids from mm-hmm. the must mm-hmm. attach to them and then sink to the bottom, oh. so that way they can move that like wine what in whatever container they have it to another one and be ready for um, bottling, and that's the last step, which is aging and bottling and that's usually sometimes you straight out of like the clarification process you bottle it and you can age it like that or you can send it out into the shelves or you can um have some additional aging and again in bottles or in stainless steel or ceramic tanks or more commonly as you see a large wooden ovals or small barrels mm-hmm. um so they're called Barriques. Oh. I don't know. I, I guess it's a French word, but. Oh, huh. okay. Um, yeah. So overall, wine is 98% water and ethanol and 2% acids, sugars, volatile flavor and aroma compounds, um, also pigment compounds and tannins. The fancy word I Mm used before. (laughs) So really, the 2% of the wine is where the magic happens. Right. The magic is chemistry. Of course. Um, (laughs) Science. Science. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there are 10,000 varieties of grapes, and each of them have, like, very different tastes and affect, like, how the wine um, can come out. And, again, this 2% that gives the wine flavor can be affected by the variety of grapes, the soil and the climate where they're grown, um, the time of the harvest, the way it's processed, um, the fermentation period, and like their storage method. Any available sugars in the juice and the must of um, the crushed grapes that turns into alcohol, but also carbon dioxide. Um, and this also leaves the 12 core enzymes or usually 12 core enzymes but then also can give the wine flavor. Um, other compounds that are formed through this process create flavor notes that includes like chocolate, pepper, butter, spice, smoke, citrus, which our young Chardonnay we have in front of us is a citrusy bright wine. So even uh bubblegum flavor sometimes can happen be- really? can happen because of this process. Hmm. Yeah. So the usually it's because they share some of the same um, molecules or similar molecular mm-hmm. arrangements to like flavors yeah. like this, and your brain can't distinguish between them. It's so, oh like happening. Citrus. They don't. <laughs> they don't actually add like chocolate to the wine. Yes. So this is just happens. Just creates that type creates, of flavor. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Science. Science. Science rules. <laughs> Science does rule. So, <laughs> ripe grapes have more sugar, which then can either lead to a sweeter wine or depending on how much they're able to ferment and how much the winemaker leaves them, can have more alcohol because they have more sugar. So more sugar means more potential, more alcohol content. And then the less ripe grapes um, create a more of a tart tartness in the flavor of the wine, which, yeah, I guess it's up to your own taste buds on what you like and what you don't. It's like personal preference. yeah. Yeah. For um, sure, but for cheese because it's so fat, um, we chose a young Chardonnay, which Google informed me would be the best to cut yeah. through the fatty <laughs> of, the, of the cheese. The, yes, the fat of the cheese. So, which is why we went with a Chardonnay. Yes. Google's never wrong. Google's, Google's never, wrong. never wrong. Never steered us wrong. No, nope. I do love a Chardonnay though. Just yeah, it general. is good.
0: Chardonnay is good, and this one is particularly good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Thank you, uh, Josh Winery. Is that what it's called? Yes, oh, Josh. Yeah, it's called Josh's. Josh's, yeah. Or no, Josh. 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 Just Josh.
1: Just Josh. From where? Out of... Uh, I think it's California. Probably. California. So All right. California has some good wines. Mm-hmm. Some good soils for the grapes. Yes. Yes. All right.
0: Oh, yes. Should I run through? Sure. Yes, go right okay. ahead. Okay, so I... We compiled the list of all the cheeses we're trying. I'm just going to run through them really quick. So we got a Boar's Head Chipotle Gouda. Because uh, my favorite's Gouda. Yeah. Do you like cheese? <laughs> my favorite's Gouda, too. We also have a Boar's Head Cream Havarti. There's a Black Creek Cheddar Cheese with Parmesan Notes. I totally forgot how we're pronouncing this one. Shh sh- Chavir, 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 chavir. Cranberry and orange peel. It's a goat cheese. You should say goat cheese. Yes, yeah. there is a Meyer brand Colby Jack. Keep it classy. <laughs> uh, Meyer is in the store. Meyer, yes, the, the, the grocery, grocery store, store Meyer. Meyer yes. Just in case, because some people are not yeah. from this area.
1: No, I didn't uh, know, I get what it was until I moved y- here. Right.
0: But... There is a Rene Picot Brie. A. <laughs> Bel- Belgiocio? Belgiocio? Bel-Gioso. Belgioso. Belgioso. Belgioso
1: Barata. say it like you know what you're yeah. saying and then that way nobody will question it. Yeah, Belgioso Barata, <laughs> which is a
0: uh, mozzarella cheese stuffed with mozzarella shard. Like Ooh. shards of mozzarella and yeah. it's in like a it's like a vat of water. I think it's like a brine. I think this is the way. Oh, here we go. Uh, Fresh mozzarella cheese filled with shreds of mozzarella soaked in cream. So it's a cream. Okay. There's (laughs) most Midwest cheese we could find, Big Russ premium beer cheese. (laughs) It's a spread. Because we had to stick true to our Midwestern roots. Yes. And then another spread, a Black Diamond Merlot infused cheddar, which I'm very excited for. Me too. Yeah. So those are the players we got going on. Yes. We also have a, um, a summer sausage and a, what was the other meat Salami. Salami, a salami. that's yes. yeah, so salami. salami that, um, so what we're planning to do is we're going to try the cheese, take a, take a bite of just the cheese pure, and then we are open to make whatever combination we like. We have, um, crackers, we have bagel chips, we've got jams, so we can create our own concoction of what we want the cheese to taste like. So we can kind of create our own flavor notes, you know. Because part of cheese is how cheese pairs with other things. Because yes. I said, like, for my ranking, I personally, for a cheese, in order for it to be, like, good, it has to be able to combine with other things as well, you know? Um. Yeah, so we're going to run through. We bought an extra whiteboard. We did. We got a new whiteboard for our guests so we could all have a whiteboard. You guys are the best. Still the best purchase we've made for this podcast <laughs> <I agree. laughs> was the whiteboards. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna go through. I think we should start. Yes, where do you want to start? Let's start with something we know. Okay. So the Colby Jack? I think we should start with the the Colby Jack. Yeah. My, classic Meyer Colby Jack cheese. Let's start with that. It has been in our fridge for a few days. Like a few few weeks. (laughs) A few weeks. It's it's aged. (laughs) I cut it from the other end.
1: Okay. So the end we did The fresh end. Yeah, the fresh
0: end. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to grab my, I'll grab the one that had the fuzz on it, potentially. Colby Jack to me is just like a very like. It's pretty mild. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot that comes through. I feel like Colby Jack is mainly for me a pairing cheese. Like I'd put it on a sandwich or you'd Mm -hmm. mix it in with things. Like I wouldn't just necessarily eat Colby Jack separately. I associate Colby Jack mostly with like melted. Like I feel like when I eat Colby Jack, it's like mixed into dishes or like people use Colby Jack on like grilled cheese like I feel like it's very much like a melted cheese I don't eat Colby Jack a lot just like plain without being melted okay yeah Um, I agree so now I'm going to make my concoction I think I'm going to add a meat and a little um, bagel chip just a little little salami action here yeah I I
1: think
0: I think that's the move with the Colby
1: kind of gets lost for me a little bit with like all the other strong flavors Mm mm-hmm that's what's interesting about Colby Jack It's like, yeah. it's not,
0: on its own you can taste it, but when yeah. you mix it with the salami and the cracker, it just went away. I think, though, what I do like is the creaminess. Yeah. It adds, like, that kind of creamy yeah. texture, like, a really mild texture. Yeah. I feel like it's a cheese you're not eating to taste, like, to get the flavor of that cheese. It's more, for me, like, a pairing. A pairing cheese. A little wine. Oh, yeah, I forgot to drink my wine during it. To cleanse the palate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to cut through the fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, what do you want to do next, Hannah? Maybe we should do one of the spread cheeses. Sure. Let's do... I kind of just want to get the beer cheese out of the way. Okay. So this is the Big Russ premium beer cheese out of Old Kentucky. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a spread cheese, so I'm just going to spread it on. Because you can't really try it on its own. I mean, I guess you could, but I'm going to spread spread it 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 on. on. I might do it on a little bagel chip, actually. I'm going to do it on, a I think, a normal cracker. I think... That's for me as oh, well. Here you go. Thank you. I guess I could have used my tongs, like a you know a person. Yeah, I will pass this over. Okay, that was good. Now I had um I feel like I got a a lot. <laughs> you put out. a lot on there. I feel like um cheese in in terms of the Midwest is most commonly associated with with Wisconsin. Yes. Which is a major cheese producer. Also, because it's just a very da- dairy. The cheeseheads. The cheeseheads. Um, oh. I had a friend from college who is from Wisconsin and in. High school, she ran a cheese column in her school's newspaper. So every month, she would review a different cheese and give like her thoughts and opinions on the cheese. And I try to consider the most Wisconsin thing I've ever heard in my life.
1: (laughs) All right, ready? No. (laughs)
0: It's a little kick. I got a little spice. See what's in here: garlic, cayenne pepper. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's what that is. For me, beer cheese is not something I would eat on its own. I would never just take a scoop of beer cheese ever. It's, like, weird because, like, all I felt was a little bit kick in the back of my throat. I didn't really taste cheese. Cheese. It just... Mm-hmm. And it also is, like, very, like, grainy almost. I think it's maybe the texture. was throwing me off a little bit. Yeah. I, like... I've had beer cheese before. Yeah. It's fine. It's just... If I was gonna dip, like, pretzels or crackers, you know, chips into things, beer cheese would never be my first choice. It's not bad, though, for me.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree. Um... I don't particularly like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't, like, it doesn't hit in the right way for me, I think. It, like, has this, like, weird aftertaste. Yeah. You think it's the beer flavor? Probably. I don't know. But you're right. It has, like, this, like, grainy feeling that um, yeah. I'm not particularly a fan of. The
0: texture is a bit weird. It almost reminds me of those little cheese uh, pretzel stick packets yeah. you got as a kid, but that cheese weirdly taste better. Or like or like <laughs> yeah. a
1: cheese whiz. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's
0: a like cheese that. whiz almost. Yeah. Like it doesn't taste like cheese because the texture's so off.
1: If it was melted, would you
0: like it more? Maybe. Yeah. Like a fondue type situation. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I
0: like personally am not huge on like melted cheese. Like, like, like liquid cheese. Sorry. No, you said, you said it wrong. What did I say? Personally. You like, you said like personably or something like that. You you butchered it a little bit. I'm sorry.
1: I usually turn away and like not laugh at it. But then I looked at Hannah. I love to to just laugh in her face. Oh yeah. I do too, but I tried not to. No, that's fine.
0: It's it's accepted and expected. Yeah, she yeah, expects it. For me, like, I like melted cheese, but liquid cheese, like, I don't necessarily gravitate towards. Like, if I get a, like mm. a burrito or, like, like, chips and queso. Yeah. I like chips and queso, but, like, I don't really like putting, like, liquid cheese on things all yeah. the time. Selectively.
1: Yeah. I'm curious I, to see,
0: like, how our others spread, how we'll feel about the texture yeah. of that. And maybe the flavor will come through more, hopefully.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's do... Let's do Havarti. Okay. I can do okay. a Havarti. We can do the Havarti. I also think the sun, like, it's yeah. been in the sun for a little oh, bit, so, so I think it's, it's like getting that almost, like, warm. a little bit, like, a little melty. warm texture. Okay. I like Havarti because it's got, like, a nice creamy texture. It's very creamy. And I don't necessarily know that it's a lot of flavor right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of getting, like... A little bit of that aftertaste of cheese, but the, the texture is nice. Mm-hmm. Texture of Havarti is really, nice. I do really like nice. a nice Havarti texture. I think I might do a jam. I might do the fake jam, if okay. you may. Um, I'm going to take a... I'm r- going to put r- some r- pomegranates on it. Oh, nice. I think that's the move. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do a nice uh, nectarine peach. Hmm. Okay. You're going to do a pomegranate on I'm gonna top? I'm going to do a pomegranate on top. I was thinking about maybe doing um, the salami. Yes. you want but, one of the salami? But that's yeah, summer sausage. Oh, do you want the salami or the summer sausage? Oh, this is the summer sausage. So- oh, that's well, well, salami. Yeah, whatever. I'll do the summer sausage, yeah. There's a lot of options here. Yes, there are a lot of options. Ooh, maybe
1: I'll do a mango. Ooh, mango sounds good. I think for me it's very similar to, like, Colby Jack, where it's, like, it doesn't have a lot of flavor up front, but it's, like, it pairs really well. I just, I think I like it better than... I think we...
0: We use Havarti a lot when we do, like, family events with, like, cheese cracker stuff because I do think it pairs well with a lot of different flavors. Mm -hmm. And I think it's better than the Colby Jack. I would agree with you. But it's got that nice creamy texture, which Mm -hmm. I really enjoy out of a cheese. Yeah, I was going to say that we are no strangers to a good meat and cheese board for the holidays. And Havarti is usually one of our options we always have. We tried to get cheeses we hadn't had before and also cheeses we have had, Mm -hmm. so we could kind of compare them together. But Havarti is usually in our cheese board, and and it does pair really nicely with meat. It pairs nicely with crackers, with fruits with jams like because we all tried a different thing mm-hmm. with yeah. this one and we all came kind of came to the same conclusion that like it's, it's good, just good. Yeah. but just like yeah compliments i think because it doesn't have a strong taste it actually helps it because it can be paired with mm-hmm. a lot like right. some of the cheeses that have very strong taste, like they only work with certain
1: mm-hmm.
0: other tastes because it kind of clashes but since it's so like plain almost you get you can mix it with stuff right all right uh asbury why don't you pick the next one oh
1: sure why don't we try the cranberry? Okay. Ooh, yes.
0: Uh, that is the is cranberry and orange peel, and that was a goat cheese, right? Okay. A goat yeah. cheese. Yes.
1: Which this I'm one looks very, very pretty. I'm excited yeah.
0: about it. You can see the cranberry and the orange in it. Yeah. It also kind of is like, it was a, a lot of it surrounding the uh, it exterior smells, of the It smells nice. Roll. It was in like a roll, like a Swiss roll form. Oh, fine. <gasps> it's fine. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's, it's very crumbly, breakable. Right? It's pretty crumbly. <laughs> oh, yeah okay let's see oh Mm. well i really like that
0: yeah this is a cheese you can eat by itself because goat cheese is not necessarily my favorite but because the cranberry and the oranges like like they work really well i think it's actually like helping me a lot yeah they complement it really well you get like
1: a strong like cranberry orange taste up front and then you get like the goat cheese, which, like, kind of subdues the, mm-hmm. like, creaminess of the...
0: It's, like, the... I think, like, the citrus kind of helps with the, like, acidity. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the goat cheese is, like, kind of sweeter in general than cheeses are.
1: So, <laughs> <Sorry>. you're
0: fine. <laughs> I went down pipe a little bit there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let me... Oh. I think I want to try that with... And it's super soft, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. It's very, like, with a little... I'll try a bagel chip.
1: Yeah. And I might... Meat
0: action over maybe here. Maybe add yeah, some they- pomegranate to it. Just or raspberry. I'm gonna
1: a raspberry. Um, I feel like this cheese because it has the cranberry and the mm-hmm. orange, maybe I wouldn't try like a jam. Oh, because it already has, it the, it has the like that's true. Yeah.
0: So I'm gonna do I'm doing half half meat, half fruit. Okay on one side, just to compare to see if how I think they pair.
1: This is so good. Did I
0: just hear a wow whisper? Yeah, that was me. (laughs) I'm impressed because Alyssa knows this. I'm not a huge goat cheese fan, Mm -hmm. and we did we ranked different fall like snack items. We did a pumpkin spice goat cheese. Yeah, and I really was like not. I was not okay with it. I was very thrown off by it. Maybe because it was a pumpkin spice. But this is like with the cracker with the meat. It like it pulls the flavors in so well together. So. I tried it with half of it. I put a raspberry on it. The other half, I did some meat. The raspberry was overpowering. I only tasted oh. raspberry. It really cut the goat cheese flavor. But when I added the meat, mm-hmm. like the saltiness and yeah. like the the sweetness, the of savoriness mm-hmm. of the meat came out. Like I could taste mm-hmm. that more mm-hmm. with the goat cheese. So I definitely it's a good pairing with meat for sure. Yeah. Really complimentary. Because I think we all put meat on it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I agree. Yeah, my second half I preferred to my first half. I kind of agree with you, though, about not putting a ton of, like, Extra jam and like, because there's already fruit flavors in there.
1: I feel like if it was just the goat cheese without like this right. added, then stuff, you could. then you could put a jam to like kind of cut through right the yeah. taste of the goat cheese. I could only taste the raspberry and I didn't and you taste you didn't that get cheese it afterwards like, either. No, so like the acidity, I guess of the, the acidity. Raspberry. Yeah, like was that at
0: Meyer or where did you find that at Meyer. Oh, Meyer.
1: that's good. No, yeah.
0: they also they had a different. It was like a blueberry, blueberry cheese, ooh. but we thought the cranberry orange would be the. More interesting of the two. You were correct. Okay. <laughs> you were correct, uh, Alyssa. You're up. We got this. This. Let's do the spicy gouda. Okay. Let's do those. All right. So yeah, this is a spicy gouda. Uh, is it chipotle flavor. gouda? Chipotle gouda. Yeah. Ooh. The scent is like you can immediately smell. You can smell like the, spice. the spices. Yeah. Which I like. No, we didn't, we don't have pepper jack, but I um, am a big fan of pepper jack cheese. I love pepper jack. Yeah. We thought, well, we were going to do pepper jack, but we also kind of wanted to try like a spicier cheese. And this was like, I wanted to do Gouda, so this was a way we could kind of get both. Mm Yeah. And not to eat like 20 cheeses. Right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It kind of tastes like pepper jack to me. Yeah. It's not very like,
1: there's not a lot of spice.
0: It's almost dry. Like my mouth is dry after I've eaten this cheese. I was kind of waiting for that kick. Uh, you did, didn't get a piece, then, in your chunk.
1: Yeah, I I, mean, oh, I had, a, I,
0: I had a, some, some herb it, in it,
1: it comes in after mm-hmm. the cheese. Yeah. After okay, the I it. taste yeah. a little piece there.
0: Mm-hmm. It is very dry, It's you're like, right. the texture's kind of odd, as a plain cheese, so I'm curious to try some of it with... Um, with other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I might have left the rind on, too, just... I'm gonna do a cracker, and I think I might actually do I'm gonna break this maybe. up. I want to try some pomegranate seeds on one side, and then meat on the other side. But here's the pomegranate. I'm gonna do a little fruit or, oh, with maybe,
1: it. Yeah, I think I might try a jam on one side.
0: I'm interested to see how like fruit adds with like the yeah. little bit mm-hmm. of a heat.
1: Mm-hmm. A sweet orange. Yeah, let me try it. A... I love these little
0: jams. Mm-hmm. Adorable. I, like, don't know how to feel about mm-hmm. it. It's very confusing. I was just about to say the same thing. That I'm not sure what I'm to, not sure. Like I, it feel about I, it. I think it worked well with the jam, but I'm also like, I don't like it with the meat. It also yeah. took away from the flavor more when you mix. When it. I had the meat, I only tasted meat and yeah. no cheese. No cheese at There's all. No cheese flavor. with Maybe the that's one you just eat on its own. The pomegranate, I when I tried that, I like didn't get a flavor at all. Like it was like pomegranate. I don't think pairs with gouda. Yeah, I would too.
1: have it with a jam. I would too. Now that I'm eating more of it, I do taste, I do have a little bit more spice. I did, yeah. just now it came and hit my palate. Like it, it was a delayed really, reaction.
0: When we're going to, about to do our ranking, I might try to have it with a jam. Yeah, you yeah, could it do like it more at the end. Yeah. Because I'm like very confused about so this I, yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't really mm-hmm. even know where to put it. Just kind of tentatively put it in mm-hmm. a spot yeah. and I might have to change it at the end. Okay. All right, I guess it's my choice. Yeah, your choice. I'm going to say, you know, because I'm looking forward to this hot honey action. Yeah. Let's do the Brie. The Brie? Okay. Ooh, yes. Sounds good. So we, we have Brie, and Alyssa has this. Was this yours? Yes. It's a Mike's Hot Honey. It's um, infused with chilies. It was given to me by um, Shannon and Austin, both guests of this podcast, friends. Thank you for the hot honey. We love it. I don't get yes. it multiple times. I don't oh know where gosh, it's, it's from. It's, it doesn't from it's from New York. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. read that. Brooklyn, New York. It's from, Yeah, from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. And we've had it on vegetables. Yes. And we've had problem. it on chicken Uh-oh. nuggets. <laughs> I love it on chicken nuggets. It was nuggets. delicious. But Thank we haven't, you. it said that you could put it on cheese. And I was like, well, usually you put honey on brie. Okay, so, so let me just eat this. I Let's don't know that out. I've ever had brie not melted. Not melted? Okay. Mm. I got it. Mm. Oh, okay, well, we were going to heat it up. I forgot. It's about fine. It. So creamy. Mm -hmm. very creamy like a lot of times when you have brie you do it like i do it like on bruschetta Mm -hmm. like you put it in the oven and broil it with like some sort of like jam and fruits Mm -hmm. we did not do that today Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is very creamy the flavor of brie separately, I think, doesn't hit right. Mm-mm. I don't think this is a cheese that you can eat its just like a on weird its own. aftertaste on its It's own. a, little, a little, yeah. little weird. I'm going to do a little hot honey on here. Should I want yeah. some meat on it? I don't think I'm going to do meat. I think I'm going to do without want, meat. I think actually I might want pomegranate seeds on one side. Sure. I think fruit might be... Because well. yeah. usually you do fruit or honey. So I'm, I'm right going to do two sides. I Brie, think I'm going to agree with you. Also. Brie, I think, is very well goes very well with fruits. Yes. Brie um, is a, is a complementary. Um, fruit with fruits. I find that's what I do a lot. I'm going to do a little raspberry action. Yeah, that would be good. That honey's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. It cuts really well through that cheese. Yeah. I think my biggest issue with Brie, though, is, like, you can't really eat it on its own. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to have it on other things, and it... I feel like it's very much like it's meant to complement other ingredients. Like, I don't necessarily know that Brie's ever the star. I mean, to be fair, though, some cheeses, like, you just don't eat on their own. Yeah. I'm never going to just go out of my way to just eat mozzarella cheese. Like I would never just sit there and eat mozzarella balls. What do you mean?
1: I'm <laughs> kidding. That's my favorite thing to do is just eat shredded mozzarella. It's like at three a.m., <laughs> you don't hear me. Just yeah.
0: <laughs> or like par. I feel like parmesan is the same way. I'm never gonna just eat oh, straight
1: parmesan. I've eaten straight yeah. parmesan. At
0: least for me personally. Like I usually think of it as like on pasta, on things. salads. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a good. It complements well. It it, it does compl- It's very complimentary mm-hmm. to honey and to fruit. Like both sides were good. I just really like the hot honey, so I preferred that side a little better. Yeah. But it was good. Does anybody need more wine? Uh, I do. I'm going to need some more, yeah. I've got a little bit left. I'm just going to finish it off, actually. <laughs> okay. Here, give me your glass. A little splash for everyone. Great. Polish off a bottle of wine. Nothing
1: wrong with that. No. Uh, no. Alyssa, what would
0: you like? You have burrata, you have the merlot, and then you have the cheddar. The cheddar. Let's do um, the, maybe the spread cheese. Okay, which one? The Merlot. The Merlot. Yeah, let's do the Merlot. Oh, yes. So this is a, ch- I think it's a cheddar. I think it's a white cheddar. I think it's a white cheddar. Yeah, so it's a means... Merlot and cheddar. It's okay. very pretty. It is very pretty. Yes, yes. It's it like, like pink? pink. Um, I'm going to do a cracker. I think I'm going to do a cracker as well. So this I feel like you don't even need to really add anything to it. I'm not. Least, I'm just going to yeah. do a plain. Because it's How already many? like wine infused cheese, you know? So the fruit's already there.
1: <laughs> oh
0: no. Oh no. Oh, or good? That, that shit is good. I okay. like that. Okay, I'm going to add extra. Maybe because I like wine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, being, just, I'm being honest. I'm just
1: adding some it extra. just tastes like creamy wine. Wait, I'm going to try it. Oh, it's like very interesting.
0: The texture's a lot nicer mm-hmm. than the beer cheese.
1: For sure. Oh.
0: It's also confusing my palate. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's like a little too sweet. It is very sweet, isn't it? I want to try it on the, the bagel chip. I just want to compare to see if that's any different.
1: Is it better? Yeah, I wonder how it pairs with meat.
0: Yeah. I don't think it is better. With the bagel with chip? bagel
1: chip? Is it, like, yeah. is the, like, the other one just a little too creamy? Like, I don't
0: know. I just think it just, like, maybe because it's, like, there's other herbs in there or something. That's true. The bagel chip does have some I'm gonna try to a little bit of meat, too. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna Sorry, cheese all over the microphone. <laughs> that changes it? Does it? To me, it changes it with mm. the meat.
1: It's really good with raspberry.
0: With the raspberry, mm-hmm. maybe because the merlot, like yeah, just kind of brings out the yeah. accents. Yes. We did, raspberry.
1: To we, we forgot to add a raspberry to our wine. Oh, no.
0: What? Yeah, it's merlot infused cheddar.
1: Merlot cheddar. Yeah, cheddar. I don't really get the cheddar. I actually do I taste cheddar. the cheddar, yeah, but I also I love a good it. cheddar. So. I love cheddar
0: too, and I could I could taste mm. the cheddar.
1: I can like very much hear that water. Yes. in the headphones. It's a it's a little segment for your ASMR, little well, ASMR action.
0: Two for you. Thank you. And Two for you, Glen Coco. You go, oh, Glenn Glenn coco. coco Also, in case <sighs> anyone was curious, I'm writing in orange because we're doing cheese. I thought about yeah. that. I ended up going with the blue.
1: I just had black. Classic. Classic.
0: Oh god. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> So what do you think the moo is? Do you think we...
1: Let's try the mozzarella. Yeah. And then end with the ch-
0: end with cheddar. Because we just had cheddar. Yeah. yeah so I
1: think this that. you, like,
0: spread it. Okay. Okay. Don't I'm going to really try. It, it looks very, yeah. very creamy. Well, you yeah, we have to eat it in two days. <laughs> yeah. This one on the thing says... It's a soft cheese. For best soft results, cheese. eat in two days. So For best results. You want me to look up how to how to eat a burrata? like. What does it pair with?
1: Well it says right here. Oh. What does it pair with? Yeah.
0: Tomatoes, fresh basil, olive oil, salt, and pepper. It's so a meat, probably. You terrible. can serve it on arugula meat. or yeah. pair with fresh grilled vegetables and cured meats. Cured meats. Cured meats, perfect. Cured meats. Okay. You like I kind of broke inside into it. Oh, there's it. like a thick layer. Like look at, look, oh, look at the I I got, I got the stuff from the inside. I don't know.
1: I wonder if it tastes different. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. It's like it's, it's probably the texture. It's oh. like a thick texture. Um <laughs> that brain's I, like I don't are you supposed to take this out of the water to eat it? Like I don't understand. Well you like eat the you can eat the whole thing. Well it's just like it's coming it's I got the inside portion of what you're getting. Um good luck. <laughs> Thank I you. I wish you well in hell. <laughs> okay. This is interesting. Huh. I think it pairs really nicely with the chip. Like I liked the flavor. Yeah. It, it definitely tastes like mozzarella for sure. Yeah. I agree. Um with the meat, however, I didn't really get the flavor. Of the cheese? Of the cheese. It disappears. It disappears. Yeah. Like, it on its own, it I, I could see how it would be good with, like, olive oil and, like, salt and pepper drizzle. Yeah. But, yeah, it just loses the flavor.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. I really like it on its own.
0: On its own, it was very smooth. Very, like, very, mm-hmm. like, almost creamy. Like, I was expecting it to not be super strong because it's really wet. But yeah, it, like, but it, it, like,
1: came across. Yeah.
0: Like, it was a very nice flavor.
1: This is hard. I know. I really like it. I just don't think it goes well with all,
0: mm-hmm. many lot. With a things. lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, the last one is a cheddar cheese with Parmesan notes. I love cheddar. Ooh.
1: I love uh, cheddar so mm, much. That's a really good cheddar. <laughs> it's a good cheddar. That's the
0: most pungent flavor. That's the most, mm-hmm. like, of a cheese, if I was going to eat it by itself, uh, it would be this one. Like, I could just eat the cheese. It really comes through. Yeah. Ooh. Ugh. Now, I know, I'm going to do half fig and half something else, because I know Ooh, the figs. Oh, I want to
1: try the fig. The yeah. fig goes really the well with this. The fig goes with with really
0: well with cheddar, because I know we've done that before. We, we, we know. <laughs> we, we know it goes well with cheddar. We're experts, we yeah. know. Oh, sh- the apricot might be good, too. I'm trying to decide if I want to do peach. I might do peach jasmine. I'm going to try that
1: one. Apricot is Mish name. It is, in the Arabic. Oh. Mish is Arabic for apricot or peach, depending on where you're from. <laughs> that's that's good It's so good mm. I fucking love a cheddar cheese mm. Mm. I love a cheddar mm-hmm. uh, Yeah
0: that was delicious with the jam They complement each other very well The fig jam especially A fig spread, excellent Yeah I felt like a lot of these Either like were one or the other Where like either they tasted Really good on their own or they tasted really good complemented with something I mm-hmm. think this one is like can go both ways because you can still taste the cheddar, but it like just meshes well. Love that.
1: And paired with other things, that, like cheddar tastes, If like you're not a particularly big mm-hmm. fan of it, it like it mutes tones it a it down. lot. But you can still
0: taste it, right? Because some people probably wouldn't like it on its own because yeah. it's very like you can taste it very well. Yes. But when it's with other stuff, it really comes it down, but you can still get that little bit of bite. Like some of them, just like the flavor disappeared. Completely yes. Disappeared. And this, disappeared. you can still get it. It's just a lot more subtle. Mm-hmm. But the creaminess comes through. Yeah. Um, so what we'll do is we'll just take, like, a minute or two. Like, if you want to try any yeah. other cheeses, you want to... Try some different combinations. Right, and do, cheeses. like, your ranking again. Because I want to try this Gouda again. I need to I'm try like, a couple of them. Yeah, I'm very confused about this Gouda stuff. I just also want to eat the goat cheese. Oh my gosh, yes. I just want to eat my other slice since we have it. I might as well eat it, right? So, I have a fun fact about, um, night cheese. So, cheese is high in calcium. And so... The calcium in cheese helps promote the use of the hormone tryptophan, which reduces stress. And tryptophan then produces melatonin, which helps you fall asleep. So there's a belief that eating cheese helps you sleep better. However, there is a folk belief that it can cause nightmares, probably stemming from A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Because Ebenezer Scrooge makes a comment about when he's hallucinating, I
1: think, Bob Marley.
0: That it must have been the cheese that he ate.
1: We're going to have lots of nightmares tonight. We're going to have so many nightmares. Anyway, that's my fun night cheese fact. My fun (laughs) fact was that um, bread, which we didn't have today, but it's common with charcuterie boards. Like bagel chips. That's that's like bread. Bread. Yeah. It was the first food ever canned or preserved in that way. It was actually bottled in a bottle of wine, corked, and then boiled to like Bake it? Yeah yeah. It's, it was for like soldiers going off To war mm.
0: mm-hmm. M- My fun fact Is that I like cheese, wine, and bread <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like it I like turtles so You know all the rest of your cheeses Yeah, why not, right? They, we already yes. cut them So I might yeah. as well eat them I-, I will eat them I'm more confused now <laughs> I don't know One that I thought I didn't like as much, now I'm liking more. Can I say this is like the most I've enjoyed one of our foods? Yeah, because I just fucking love a nice wine and cheese night is amazing. Yeah. Well, we could do this anyway. Like we normally just eat meats and cheeses, but this is like like, at least we had a
1: productive.
0: Yeah.
1: We're not just stuffing our face.
0: We're we're actually giving something. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, I would do it on my own anyways. Yeah.
1: So good. Wait, maybe wrong.
0: This is the most cheese I've eaten in a long time. a I little know. bit afraid. Mm-hmm. That's I, true. I spaced it out, and I, I don't feel full. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, full. Can you imagine if f- was the oh guest on the side. Oh, f- he's, like, very, they're both, like, very lactose intolerant. Yeah. Oh, no! Like, cannot. <laughs> they both, like, also eat cheese and yes. know what's gonna happen and yeah, just, just deal with so, the consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever no. seen, That's that? Like, have you seen that? TikTok? I was gonna say, have you ever seen the thing the where it's, guy, like, he's like what oh, did I say I didn't? He's like, risk and reward, baby. No, because it's like, it's like, oh, how so, do you not eat cheese if you're yeah. legs and tell her? He's like, did Just I ever say I didn't? It? It's risk <laughs> and reward. Risk and reward, baby. I love it so much. Mm. Just his attitude. He's like, Did I say I didn't? He's like, I suffer the consequences. Yeah. That's so funny. I love I it. I think that's what most people do. Yeah. yeah. Just deal with it. Love how no one <laughs> retried the beer cheese. <laughs> no. Because I already know where it's gonna be.
1: I'm so confused. They're all so good. I know. Most of, okay. time. Most of them. Well, yeah. most. <laughs> most. <laughs> we know our um, the child we don't speak of.
0: <laughs> it's Bruno. <laughs> 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 we don't talk about big, rust beer drinks. <laughs> 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 the outlier. The outlier. I think I'm starting to feel the wine a little bit too. All
1: right, I think I've solidified. Okay. I think this is as good as it's going to I'm just going to keep going back and forth. As usual, not... this is as good as it's, it's going to get. Gonna get.
0: So, after a, a lengthy deliberation you where know, we tried cheeses again and sampled some things, we have finally come to a conclusion. Yes. All that will Most of that ship will be cut out. Yes. But some of it might stay if the conversation is interesting. If I decide to keep it, we'll see. But I think we will have our guest start first.
1: No surprise here. I don't like the beer cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of all of these, I think that one's the one I would not have again. Um... It's just a weird aftertaste. Even when I've had it in other instances, I don't gravitate towards it, and I always regret getting it. <laughs>
0: Do you know this cheese is good for over a year? Yeah, oh my not, god! Read, That's Jan- how you know it's, it's <laughs> good till January twenty three. Very processed. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I yeah, also no. put the beer cheese is number nine. I have never purposely bought in beer cheese, all the times I've eaten it has been because someone else bought it, and mm-hmm. it was, like, as a dip for, like, pretzels or, like, crackers, stuff like that. It's fine. Like, I'll eat it. It's not, like, displeasing, but it's not, like, good either. Excuse me.
1: <laughs> the wine. <laughs> well, the wine. The meats. The meats and the, 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 the cheeses. Uh, but it's
0: not, like, good either. It just, like, kind of had a weird texture. Yeah. And had a little bit of a weird aftertaste. It's not, like, bad, but just not something I prefer. It's bad. I I actually agree. I put number nine as beer cheese. I think it's bad. It's like sp- got a spice, but it yeah. also tastes like when you're playing beer pawn and you like <laughs> get the little, last little drop of beer in the cup, and it's just like that last. You just got to get through it. I didn't like it. The texture was so grainy, too. Mm-hmm. Like the other spread was not like that. Excuse me, you played beer pong with actual beer? Um, like when you have your own beer. Oh, your own beer. And okay. the, I don't know, I didn't actually I was just saying cuz I've it. only ever played beer pong with water. No, yeah, you don't yeah. drink, but like when you're drinking a beer during beer pong, you just got that last little bit you got to yeah. get through. Yeah. Yeah, and It's like about the like end. really cheap yeah. beer. The, end of like, the very Like,
1: nanny, the Natty like Light. Natty <laughs> Light, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um it just is not good and it's just I don't really see the need for beer cheese. Sorry, Midwest. Sorry, Midwest. Sorry, Wisconsin. I guess Kentucky, because that's where this Mm -hmm. is from. Eh, I'm not
1: sorry. Sorry, Big (laughs) Russ. We did not like your cheese. Cut that out. We don't want your fans from Kentucky to hear that. I don't know that we have any fans (laughs) from Kentucky. I don't know if we have any fans. Well, you're not going to get any. (laughs) Oh, oh, me. Yes. Um, I have number eight as the Merlot cheddar. Um, I guess both of the spread cheeses are... At the very end of my list. I just... I thought it was too sweet. I would have it again if it was in front of me. But I... I don't know. I don't... It was okay. It was just... Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a hot take. Um, So, surprisingly, this one kept dropping in my list. Um, Eight, I have the burrata cheese. Oh. So, I like the burrata cheese. The problem is, is that I feel like you can... At least for the... ways that I tried it you can really only have it just like with a cracker and just the cheese like when I tried adding meats it like the whole flavor disappeared I tried adding some fruit the whole flavor disappeared like I feel like it's just like a very selective cheese it's also hard to like access because it's like in a a vat of water or brine, so you have to like dig through it to just to get the cheese out. So it just like the process of obtaining this cheese is too much for me, and that's why it's number eight. <laughs> okay. I'll just wait. Hannah's trying to stab raspberries <laughs> with a knife. I couldn't get them. Just, out. You just gotta, you <laughs> gotta down it. Like you're chugging a beer, you just gotta down. Okay. I got my raspberries out. I'm gonna throw up. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. okay. Oh god. <laughs> Hold together, Hannah. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Number eight is Meyer brand Colby Jack. I love Colby Jack cheese. Don't get me wrong. But again, like the burrata just kept falling to my list, and I think the problem with Colby Jack is that like, I love Colby Jack, but I would never pick it for like a cheese spread type situation. Like to pair with other items. I think Colby Jack is good melted on like top of items. Um so I don't think in this context it works for me in the way the other cheeses
1: did. I agree with you, which is that like which is why Colby Jack is number 7 on my list. It's just like meh. Yeah. Like it's good and I would have it again and I love it on eggs like melted and I love it on other things. But um, it's just so it adds like a little bit of creaminess and you can like I don't know. It's not it's not my favorite.
0: Yeah, I agree. I also have Colby Jack as number seven. Um, so Colby Jack to me is very much like a sandwich cheese, like a melted cheese on mm-hmm. eggs with yes. an omelet. I know Hannah and I, um, when we were in college, there was this cafeteria that would make these like toasted like, uh, like wraps. Like you get the wraps heated like on the grill and they would like toast the cheese and, and like heat up, like toast mm-hmm. the meats. And they never had Colby Jack. Except for, like, once every three months, they'd have Colby Jack. And I remember the day I went and I had it, I, like, texted you, like, all caps. I'm like, they have Colby Jack. So don't get me wrong. I love Colby Jack. But as just, like, a cheese, it's not, like, a, a star. Yeah. It's a good cheese. Like, it, it, Like you said about Cholula. Like, it's kind of like an everyday, like, yeah. goes with a lot of things, pairs with a lot of things. But it doesn't stand out amongst, like, other cheeses, I think. Number seven, I went with the burrata. Um, I love mozzarella cheese, and I love this cheese on its own. The problem was when you mix it with the other ingredients, it just loses pretty much all flavor. I agree with Alyssa. The accessibility feature is a little bit of an issue because it, it, Alyssa spilled some on her pants. Like, it's it's like in a cream, so you kind of have to, like, and we weren't sure if you're supposed to eat the outer portion or if that's just, like. I did eat the outer portion, and it had no flavor. Yeah, um, but I, I loved it on its own. Like, on its own, I thought it really tasted good. I just, like, if I'm talking about, like, a cheese that goes well with other items, I think that it would be towards the bottom for me.
1: That's funny. I have burrata as my number six. Um, for a lot of the same reasons you guys have mentioned, yeah, it doesn't, like, really go well with a lot of things. I think this cheese would go really well in, like, foods, like, savory mm-hmm. foods, yeah. which is why it's, like, it's higher up. Um and on its own I love I love the taste of that cheese. Yeah. And if it wasn't in like gross cheese water.
0: <laughs> the, the br- like Cream. The, like the way it called the whey? Whey? or brine. I don't know. It's either a way or I think a it brine, would be I higher.
1: Don't I don't know. Yeah. I think that like
0: it's kind of like displeasing to look yeah. at. Yeah, yes.
1: And you have to like really dig. It's, like, it's not know. on your picture for Instagram. <laughs> no. Which says a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, so number six, I have the Merlot cheddar and I liked the Merlot cheddar. I thought it was good. I just like, am not a huge fan of like spreading cheeses, like in comparison to some of the like, um, harder cheeses, it's just like, not like a up there on my top cheeses. I thought the flavor was nice. I thought it paired well. It did have a good texture, way better than the beer cheese texture wise, but it's just a little bit lower than some of the other cheeses on this list for me. Number six, I went with Brie which was very shocking to me because I love brie cheese. The problem with brie is if you eat it on its own, it's very like, something's missing. Like it's just not there. A brie is very good. Like I said, like heated up, like broiled onto bread. Um, but I think the problem for me with that is like, I want cheeses that I could eat on its own and it like holds up. I don't want to have to it, to rely on other ingredients, but the, the texture, the sm-
1: creaminess of it is amazing. For my number five, I have the Chipotle Gouda. I kind of shocked at how high this one was when I first tried it. Um, it just kind of kept getting, it's like the middle of the pack. I think it goes well with a lot of things, even though it like, I would pair it with a lot of like sandwiches and stuff. Um, that's what I mean by like it would go well with a lot of things. And I, I like the, the little bit of kick that it has at the end. So that's why I have it higher than like Colby Jack because Kobe Jack is just like meh, while like the Chipotle Gouda has like a little bit of a kick. So it has a little bit more interest. And so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I also put the Chipotle Gouda as number five. This one started at number eight.
1: When I was, <laughs> before I
0: started my re ranking of cheeses, I had this at eight and I kept trying it and I paired it with a few different things that I hadn't the first time. And it just kept kind of rising, like, as I was, like, filling out my list and changing some numbers, I was like, you know, it's better than this cheese, and it's, like, better than Colby Jack. Um, I think it's pretty mild in a general sense in terms of taste, but it just pairs well with a lot of different things. Like, it paired well with the the jams, it paired well with meats, paired well with, like, the fruits. So, I think it's, like, a good mid-tier cheese in in terms of, like, what we tried. And the kick does help a little bit, too. Mm -hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Number five is the Chipotle Gouda. Oh, yes. wow. We matched. Five, 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 um, five, five, five. I agree with everything you guys said. I think the little bit of, like, heat kick to it is nice. I was with you, too. When I first wrote it, I was like, this is bottom. Bottom mm-hmm. tier. And then I tried it again, and I was like, you know what? No, this is nice. Um, I think the heat adds a nice, like, little extra flavor note to it. And I do love Gouda cheese, too. So, having I never had, like, a Chipotle Gouda before. We've always just had, like, regular Gouda. So, I think it was nice to have a little extra flavor there.
1: For my number four, I have Havarti. I couldn't put it any lower than this because I feel like it's good with everything. It has a good flavor. It's very mild, like you said about, like, the Gouda and the Kobe Jack. But, um, I don't know. For me, like, in my taste buds, it has a little bit more interest than the other ones that we've tried. And, yeah, I... I liked it. Yeah, number 4 I have
0: brie cheese. I really like brie cheese and I like that brie pairs very differently with other things than a lot of these other cheeses do. Like you can drizzle honey on it. Like it pairs well with all the fruits. It pairs well with jams. Like there's a lot of variety and like very interesting flavor notes that come from brie. I do agree with I do agree with Hannah in that it um it doesn't really taste right just on its own. Like, just eating great cheese alone is a little bit of a weird aftertaste associated with it. But with stuff, it's delicious. Uh, Number four, I I'm with the Havarti. So I was with you. I agree. It's like the universal cheese. Like, you can... I. What I like about Havarti is that we each picked a different combo of items for the Havarti and we all said this is good combo like it it's just very much like can absorb a lot of flavors and I think that's important especially if you're making like if you're not just eating cheese on its own I think it's good on its own it's a little bit not as flavorful but when it's mixed it's like very just mesh as well it's very
1: creamy too. yeah and it, the creamy really adds in yeah mm-hmm. I agree for my number three I went with Brie And I agree with you guys, I think, that I wouldn't have it on its own. Mm -hmm. I think on its own has a little bit of a weird aftertaste. But with, like, that kind of cheese, I don't think I would have, you know, go to the fridge and grab a piece of brie and have it on its own. (laughs) Yum. (laughs) Yummy. But I don't know. I think with everything we tried, I think I tried that one the most with, like, everything on our board. And it went really well with all of them. I love the creaminess and, like... And like you said, it's like good with like like broiled on stuff. Yeah, it's so good. I think top three is brie for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> top three brie. Top three brie. <laughs> So, number three, I have Havarti. This is the lowest I could feasibly put it because I love Havarti. Havarti is the everyman's cheese, but way better (laughs) than Colby Jack, way better than Gouda. It pairs well with everything. Like, it's not a super strong flavor, but even when you pair it with meats, when you pair it with fruits, you still get the cheese flavor. Like, Mm -hmm. it's still there. Like, some of these cheeses they get overpowered by the other flavors. But I feel like the the texture and the creaminess always come through. Like, you can always get that sort of, like, creamy, like, it's a little bit of a softer cheese than, like, a Colby Jack or, like, a Gouda is. So I feel like that complements a lot of things really well. And I just, I feasibly could not put it any lower than three, even though I, I technically, I think Brie is, like, flavor-wise better. I just think Havarti goes well with everything. So yeah. it's just, like, a
1: really good cheese. That's why I couldn't put it lower than four. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Number three is the, the low and Cheddar, which you guys both had a little bit lower. I had it as number eight, and then I tried it four more times. <laughs> and every time I tried it, I liked it more and more. I think it's t- in terms of like a spread cheese, it's one of the better ones I've ever had. A lot of times with spread cheese, I agree the texture is really weird. And it's like, even the texture compared to this to the the beer cheese was a lot better. And I think it's sweet, but I also like very much like sweet things. Mm-hmm which I know like you don't, I'm assuming you're not as big of a sweet person. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why like my taste buds just really liked it. But, um, I would like to point out we all have the same top two in some, maybe some different order, but we do yeah. have the same top two. <laughs> I had a really hard time be- picking yeah.
1: between these two.
0: I kept going back and forth trying to figure out which one to put as first and which one to put as second. So
1: it's kind of funny. Cause we had like the same, like lowest one mm-hmm. yeah. and the yeah. same like number five and now the same top two but everything else was very different I think um yeah so I put cheddar parmesan as my number two I loved I love cheddar (laughs) I think it's a it's a really good strong cheese and it doesn't like really overpower your palate really and when you pair it with other things it doesn't lose its flavor like the majority of the other cheeses on this board like do and did It goes well with pretty much everything, and it's really, really good on its own.
0: So number two, I picked the cranberry orange goat cheese. I think this cheese is delicious. When we did our fall food ranking, I think I put the pumpkin goat cheese as, like, number three. I... I particularly like goat cheese. I think it's really good, but I think this, like, added fruit element pairs really well with it. We didn't do this type of cheese for a ranking, but there's this, like, Wesleydale cheese. Wesleyan? I think it's Wesleyan. And it's, like, this blueberry, it's, like, Wesleyan, like, a kind of white cheese. It was so good. We got it for Thanksgiving two year two thanksgivings ago not is it possible it was a thanksgiving i worked yes i think it was i'm feeling like i missed yeah, out on but something but <laughs> the cheese it was so good and this is kind of complimentary to that like goat cheese like has a very different aftertaste and a very different flavor almost like brie where it just like has a very different taste than a lot of the other cheeses do it's really strong it pairs well with other things it was really really strong it's a really really good cheese really strong cheese i liked it a lot yeah, number two, I put cranberry and orange peel. I kept going back and forth on the top, two. Mm-hmm. This was the one cheese I audibly said, wow, when I took a <laughs> bite did. of it. I think it pulls the flavors together really well. I'm surprised because I don't like goat cheese, so the fact that a goat cheese made it to number two is, like, shocking to me. But, yeah, the creaminess of it is so nice. The flavors, um, it pairs well. Not necessarily, like, with other jams, but, with, like, the meat it paired, 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 <laughs> paired. paired very well. <laughs> I
1: love it. I would recommend
0: people go to Meyer and buy this goat cheese.
1: That's my recommendation for the podcast. (laughs) I think it's all of our recommendations since it's in our top two. It was my number one. I just, ugh, I'm just speechless about this cheese. It's very, very good. I do like a goat cheese, but I, like, before trying this one, I don't think I would have been like, oh, I love goat cheese. Mm. But I think that, like, it's given me like a different appreciation for goat cheese because even if it's just goat cheese on its own now I'm gonna be like okay maybe I'll try it with something more sweet and it goes well with like the cured meats I don't know I just loved it and I could eat it all day it's very creamy and delicious yeah
0: Number one, I put the white cheddar with the hint of parmesan, and oh, this cheese is so good. (laughs) It's so good. It's like the texture is so good. The flavor, like I took that first bite, and I was like, I'm in heaven.
1: This is so good.
0: (laughs) And it like cheddar. This like this cheese works on its own. I could just eat slice after slice, or I could put it and combine it with other flavors, and it pairs very nicely. It almost had like a. It's like like a nutty taste to it almost.
1: No? Am I the only one? I don't
0: know. Let me try. Yeah. Almost like a savoriness to it, no? Okay.
1: It is savory. Yeah. It doesn't taste like peanut butter, though. Okay,
0: well, but just like,
1: Oh, wait. There is a yeah, little there's bit of like... like there is yeah. a little bit. Yeah, so okay. I got,
0: got like a little no hint of that, which I thought was really interesting, and it's just like, it's so good. We saved the best for last, and I'm very happy to call it my number one cheese. Yeah, I'm with you. Number one was the cheddar cheese with Parmesan. Um, I think the reason I picked as number one is because on its own and with other things to me was the one that hit both marks like 10 out of 10 like to me this was like the most pungent flavored cheese so if you don't like strong cheese you probably would not like it on its own but i will say i like it because i think if you don't like strong cheese you could eat it with other items and it would still be good it's it's so nice and like the fact that it like mutes itself with other flavors but you can still get that little bite of it at the end mm, 10 out of 10 love it yes love it love cheese mm-hmm. i love cheese. Oh, Me too. God. Love cheese. Okay. So, uh, we usually just like to run through the rankings, like, just run them back in order.
1: My least favorite cheese is beer cheese. That was my number nine. My number eight was the Merlot Cheddar. Uh, number seven was Colby Jack. Uh, number six was the Burrata. Number five was the Chipotle Gouda. Four Havarti. Three brie, um, two, uh, the cheddar Parmesan and number one, the goat cheese, the cheddar cranberry goat cheese. All right. I have,
0: um, number nine, the beer cheese, then the burrata, the Colby Jack, Merlot cheddar, Chipotle Gouda, brie, Havarti, cranberry orange goat cheese. And then number one, I have the white cheddar with Parmesan. And then I had nine beer, cheese, Colby Jack, Barata, Brie, Gouda, Havarti, Merlot and Cheddar, Cranberry and Orange, and then the Cheddar with Parmesan Notes. Parmesan Notes.
1: Parmesan Notes. Yes. It did come through. It came through. Yes. Got very a little bit of that. Very good cheese. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that uh, was... Thank you for joining us for this lovely food uh, spread and charcuterie board
1: experience. Thank you for having yeah. me. This was amazing. i um, not going to lie. I was sweating at first. Yeah. So. yeah. And kept sweating, but yeah. it was fine. I
0: told Austin my the first, like, half year of this podcast, I was just, like, sweating every single time. Yeah. <laughs> like, constantly. I think
1: the wine helped. The yeah, wine did. Yeah. It loosened oh. us up a bit. Yeah, it did. Plus yeah. the cheese, it's like... Con-
0: good conversation over cheese and wine spread.
1: Yes. Yeah. But it's dark outside now. Yes. Yeah. It's been a solid, like, two hours. We just solidly <laughs> hit two hours. Wow. The okay. Yeah.
0: Not to mention the setup, which was, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> no, so, yeah. So, not our longest one. Not our longest one. We had a guest one that went, like, three and a half hours. It was, it was, so. <laughs> it was endless. Love food. We love Love food. cheese. Love yes. wine. Can't complain. Can't
1: My complain. favorite thing's all in
0: one. Yeah. Yes. With really good people. Good conversation. Yeah. yeah. Next week. Next week we're gonna die. We we wanted to torture ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Look forward to that. The um, snow will surely blow. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because because what we what we watched blowed.
1: Blowed what? (laughs) <laughs> blowed ass
0: I don't know um, you to come up with a pun next week we're blowing ass um, <laughs> come up with a pun I was gonna say it made me want to give the person who recommended this the cold shoulder oh okay like, which I think oh, was actually pretty good that's a good that's one, a good one. Yeah. we have our Instagram our Twitter our email we'll be back next week with some yep. chilly content If you have any uh, comments, questions, concerns, you can direct them towards our email or any of our social media accounts. And yeah, we'll be back next week.
1: Did you guys say what podcast this is? I believe so. At the beginning?
0: If I did not, we can edit it in. This is (laughs) research... Shit. Shit. This is research rank repeat. Wait, let me do
1: it. Oh, yes. This is research rank repeat. Oh. I oh, should start having our guests do it. Oh, oh. yes. This is new. Yeah. Okay.
0: I like this. Okay. Yes.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Make yourself a charcuterie board sometime soon. Eat some cheese unless you're lactose intolerant and then I keep still eating eat cheese. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> keep I doing mean, it. Suffer the consequences. <laughs> risk and reward. <laughs> risk and reward, baby. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> God. Oh, boy. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's R, the number three, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat. Let's do a Quick. cheers. cheers. <coughs> oh, it's an ASMR
1: sound. We can mm. edit that in. Some okay. Entology? No, no, no. Sorry. Cut that out. <laughs> okay. Cut it. <laughs> out. Okay. <laughs>